Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, whatever time of day you are actually consuming this beautifully done podcast. Hope you are doing well, my main man. Uh, this week's been pretty cool, pretty groovy. Uh, glad to hear that you've started to get some positive news regarding your liver. All we need now is for the bow to play along, and we're um, we're cooking on gas. So that is um. That's bloody good news, mate. Uh, to everyone else who's listening, thanks for joining us again. Today's guest is the muscliest man in all of Hawthorne, Mr. Paul Cook. Uh, we talk about his love life, uh, COVID, obviously, because that's just something we talk about. Obviously, George Floyd gets a little mention, but we don't get too political there, uh, which is probably safe ground for us because, especially me, I'm not the most um, informed uh, when it comes to that. So obviously still learning um, learning about what's going on there and, and how the flow-on effect and the systemic racism within within the States is uh, more apparent than what, sadly, what I honestly knew. Um, yeah, but anyway, I'm not as educated yet, so I won't, uh, won't comment too far. Hope you've, everyone's had a good week. This week for me has been pretty, pretty cool. Looking forward to the Queen's birthday weekend. I'm trying to sneak in another big bike ride. So we, we snuck in a 72K ride last week, which took us about three and a half hours. And this week we, we're striving for 80. So wish us luck. Hopefully I remain erect, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so anyways, that's the that's the goal for the fitness side of things. Kids-wise, hopefully the weather's good and we can get out to a few skate parks and grab a few hot chocolates and, and do our thing. So... I'll keep rocking and rolling, but hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Again, I mentioned this at the end of the episode. If anyone's got ideas or things they would like to contribute to this, um, even if you're a new listener, please don't be shy. Um, yeah, hope everyone's doing well and keep kicking goals, team. P to the money man. Stars, how are we? Good, man. What's going on? Can you hear me Okay. Yep, I think so. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you both the times. Except for that, what is that a computer or um, your yeah, phone? That's a computer going off. I'm off. I'm off the uh, laptop. Okay. Oh wow. How's that working for you? That's right. I can sit back, relax. Well, you sound pretty clear, which is nice. I couldn't get the uh, Zoom working this week, so we're gonna have to um, just. I can send you a picture of myself if you want to. I wanted to see your face. Yeah, you're not. You're not missing much. Oh. The week's been good? Yeah, not too bad. Full on, uh, you know, usual busy working week. And it's already Thursday, but, uh, you know, can't complain. Good man. Shall yeah. we uh, kick it off? All right, let's do it. All right, good man. So we've got, my goal is to learn three new things about you, but I reckon I might just, um, I reckon I might get to a dozen with the uh, hard-hitting questions I've, I've pulled <laughs> together over the last um, hour or so. That's why I had to push the uh, start time back 15 minutes because... Get I had to scoff some um last some submission. What's that? Get some last minute submissions. Yeah, that and I had to get some dinner going, so I had a little bit of limp biscuit. Mm-hmm. Joe, you might get that. I did it all for the knocky. Come on, the knocky. Come on. <laughs> Have you had dinner yet or you had a bit of a nice steak? Oh, not not the um steamed chicken. No, not this time. Yeah, that no. that was uh the bar me was at lunch, so mixed up with a bit of a steak. Good man. Alrighty, so some of the I'm gonna do a little bit of a different format. So have you listened to many of these um beautifully done and produced podcasts that we're pulling together? I have my number one listener, I'm sure. Okay, so you're one of the seventeen uh, consistent listeners. We we appreciate your business, Paul. That's right. Just, and again, you're, yeah, you're kind of a Mitch Reed podcast as well. That's it. Uh, you oh, you already listened to Mitch Reed's one. I cranked it in the car today. Yeah, good. So you know what you're in for. Yeah. Good. Um, 
was going to say? All right, I've, I've lost my train of thought, so we'll keep keep going. So the listeners' question. Oh, sorry, I've mixed the uh, format up a little bit just to keep it a little bit fresh. All right, I'm going to kick off with some listener questions first. So you've got to guess who this one's from. All right, what's it like being the office heartthrob? Uh, I'm going to say Jolly. No. Oh. I was going to so, say Jolly Rido, one of those two. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, keep going then. So, anyway, answer the question. So, what's it like being in the office? Half now, that... I'll go uh, Vicky Robertson. Yeah, it's that's who I was thinking of, but it's it's actually from me. Because um, <laughs> I thought it'd be funny because you work with my mother-in-law. So I'm just making my way through the Robertson household. I've worked with it, now I work with Vicky. I'll just, uh, I'll work with yeah. Stacey next. You'll work with Stacey. And then um, we, it, that's probably a, a better career um, choice because there's, Sister, who you haven't worked with yet, it's a barrister. So if you're working with her, you're going to be in a bit of um, bit of Barney Rubble. Shit, yeah, fair enough. So no heartthrob stories, no um office romances brewing at all. No, I usually kept yeah, usually don't shit right. So keep those things uh yeah pretty separate. Lovely. Now good segue. Now this one's gonna this one's gonna be an easy one. So at Wagga, did you have an exit strategy for the ladies the morning after? Hundred percent. This is a jolly question. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Oh, new, he's, I, actually, he's actually given me the answer, so I'd love to hear your answer. Well, um, I wasn't surprised uh, this would come up, but uh, I'd, I'd suspect his answer was the, uh, I guess our bedrooms were down the, uh, the side towards the, the garage. So I'd say mm-hmm. the, uh, there's either three options. You've got the, I don't know, probably four. You've got the side gate, the back gate, the front door or the garage. So I'd say the... Uh, his answer was probably out the garage. Yep. He said the ugly ones yeah. through the garage and the good lookers through the front door. Yeah, that'd be all right. So you didn't mind showing off your uh, trophies from the night before when you, when you had a little bit of success. Yeah, the other ones uh, <laughs> go to the bins out in the garage. <laughs> Just wheel, wheel them out. Wheel them out. Some, oh, some generally... need to be wheeled, actually, but some, they weren't too bad. <laughs> Shit. Um, now, get, I want your thoughts on the tattoo generation. Tattoo generation, like the sleep. Would you ever get a tattoo yourself? Mm, I don't think so. I think I'd be too, uh, you know, conservative for the, the tat. For you, you know, yep. you'd, you'd get like the, you know, the Pammy's, Pammy barbed wire 90s style. Yep. Like Probably look good at the time, but now, you know, it's get a bit dated. Same as the uh, the tramp stamp. And then uh, that'll go out next with the uh, sleeve tat. So I reckon the, yep. yeah, it's, uh, I could see you with the um, a um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson style um, Islander tat sleeve sleeve tattoo, yeah, big time, or a tramp stamp as well. I could see you rocking that too on a um, Sunday session. I'll just let it hang out, little uh, you know, mm. short crop top to show it off. Lovely. Have you ever given anyone a tattoo? Give anyone a tattoo? Depends what you define as a tattoo. It's not a sexual question. It's yeah. legitimately. Is that a move? I, I'm out yeah. of date. So is that... <laughs> I don't think I've given anyone a tattoo, no. Okay. You haven't given Jolly a tattoo that he oh, on a Sunday yeah. afternoon and then he realized different, different tattoos. Like no no permanent tattoos, but uh, yeah, I think he's had a uh, um, what was it? The one of those little uh, you know, you press on with water and rub it in. Yeah. Yep. Was it Kermit the Frog or was it like a Freddo frog or something? Something along those lines, and then he didn't realize it until yeah. the next day at work. It's sitting on the uh, neck for a good couple of days, I think. Good look. Just what would you call the, that? Uh, hang out the top of the uh, collared shirt and the way to work. This little neck action. Yeah. <laughs> All 
All right, so work stuff. So you've had a little bit of a different um, COVID experience to most people. You've been able to go into work every day. Um, and the offices has obviously been, um, some of the office members have not been there, my mother-in-law included. Yep. Um, so you've had an office of what, four people? In Mulgrave, is that right? Or yeah, we're down to the, yeah. So for me, it's been probably you know good. It's been for me, it hasn't really been no no change to normal. So apart from my team was still there for a while, and then we had everyone. Then it was just our team, and then it sort of got back to normal now. But yeah, luckily, you know, Touchwood, it's been uh, yeah for me, it was pretty much unchanged. So yeah, still working from the office. You know, you can drive in, be at work in like fifteen minutes instead of forty minutes. So it's been a cruise along. It's like like working on a Sunday yeah. and then um, getting paid for a Friday. I think I did one week where I work from from home, but yeah, you don't really, okay. you don't realize like you miss that. Uh, even just work with work people, you still miss that like social interaction and yeah. banter and stuff. You still have it on like you know, you still have team calls and Skype calls and all that kind of stuff, but it's not the same as uh, you know the in person uh, interaction that you get. I agree, and even the transit time as well. Like you, that's. Actually, for me, like it's good. Like my workplace is only say twenty minute drive away now. That's good just to throw a, a you know a segment of a podcast on and and you know something I don't really listen to podcasts when I get to work because it's a bit hard to focus on oh, listening intently and then also trying to you know write stuff and and inspire others like like we do as leaders in businesses. Paul, I would assume you're um, you're um like Mel Gibson just Three. who's coming with many me? pointed emails. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so give us an insight into your um your revised fitness schedule. So obviously gyms are shut, and you're um you're a muscly unit. What are you what are you doing to keep the guns? Yeah, no no gyms. So yeah, I think they open up in a few weeks, which should be good. So hopefully I can squeeze mm. in a few sessions. But uh, yeah, so my brother in law used to do some uh you know, PT work. So he had a whole bunch of uh, resistance bands. So I got a bunch of those off him. Um, bought a little sort of. Uh, Chin up, pull up bar. You can hook around the door. So I got one of those. Yep. If you got a door, yeah, got a door, you got a gym. Fuck so, right. Never a true word spoken. Put that one up, and then uh, just got the uh, skipping rope. So I've only done a couple of those. Then, Where do you skip on the de- on the um, balcony? Yeah, or? yeah. There's enough space there. I can do a yeah, 10, 15 minute session. <laughs> what do the uh, <laughs> what do the neighbors think when they hear this? <laughs> ah, I don't mind. And you, so you put headphones on, and away you go. And then, some uh, nice looks. and then, uh, I do it with clothes on, so that's that's yeah. one thing. That's, I was gonna say, you're, you're a bit of a you're a bit of a Tinder man, you've had some success on the um, on the, the new app. What's happened with Tinder? Has that just gone into absolute hibernation, or is it starting to, um, you know, for lack of a better term, everyone's starting to poke their head out a little bit more now? Yeah, I think like most things, everyone's sort of uh, you know, quieting down, and then it's uh, you know, things are picking back up slowly out there, so good, see how things go. But then, uh, man, I'll, I'll I'll be thinking of you. I really hope you don't don't struggle. That's right. We'll, we'll find a way. The will is a way. Yeah. All right. So the next next couple of questions are still around the uh, fitness stuff. So apart from obviously throwing weights, and you'd go to the gym what four times, three four times a week still? Uh, maybe two, three. Try and get Just try and get up. three maybe at least. And then yep. obviously basketballs that good sort of forced cardio. So I miss yep. the uh, the basketball for sure in terms of getting a good running. Yeah, that, me too. It's been a it's yeah, very different. I went, I went for a run last week and I reckon I got a K in and I was absolutely knackered. <laughs> it is a different type of, even just, I don't know, I've never done, I haven't gone back to like road running for ages and basketball is my only 
only weekly run, so I'm, I reckon I'm going to struggle. Cardio wise, I'm okay because of the the riding yeah, element, but it's a different yeah up and back and stopping. And yeah, you, know, you like you play, you miss say one game where you're away with work or something, and then you come back the next week and it's been like two week break, and you just get to that second half and you just you blow up. up a little bit. I reckon uh, as soon as that comes back, I'll be I'll be puffing and asking for a sub in the first thirty seconds. I reckon. Well, the other observation with basketball. You obviously play forward because you're a big unit and you've, you know, a great rebounder. When it, the times that I've had to play um, forward on on the zone type thing, and you're, you know, running from baseline to baseline, it does knack you a lot, lot more running that extra um, couple of meters. Yeah, it adds up. you just it adds yeah. up. It is the cumulative effect of that and trying to get back to the spot quickly and making sure you set up. And it's, I mean, it's good from a fitness point of view, but it's also, you know, it's a different type of. Um, yeah, different type of cardio. Been a been a big unit, but I haven't been a big unit for a long time. So just I'll, I'll stay at the top, just chase around a little bloke. Those threes. Yep, just hit those threes, man. But none of them go yeah. in, but I'll just I'll just keep putting them up. You try eventually. Now, so apart from throwing weights around the gym, what's your favourite sport to play? So this can go back to obviously current day where you're playing basketball, but you play footy and volleyball, and then also what's your favourite sport to watch? Oof. I'd probably say basketball for both, actually. Okay. Cool. I reckon, yeah, it's still being, yeah, you're missing the basketball at the moment, just having that, that run around. But yeah, played, you know, a whole bunch of different sports. But yeah, still, still like the ball. Uh, and okay. then, yeah, basketball, I guess I was, you know, back in the, the 90s days when everyone was obsessed with it, you know, you get the upper deck cards, you get the Sports <laughs> Illustrated mags, you you know, that whole Jordan era. And then good, yep. good watching the, all that Jordan doco and seeing all that stuff back that you I was going to say, yeah. you, have you finished that now or you still got a little bit more? Yeah, no, I smashed that out as soon as it came out on the Mondays. Good man. Uh, that, that one's done. So, yeah, it was obviously, you know, you're pretty obsessed with it back back in the day and then getting back into it more these years, like with, you know, more Aussies in the NBA, there's more access to content yep. where you can watch it, you know, on Foxtel or catch up. So, uh, Have you kept your basketball cards, the upper deck stuff and the, the floor? I think they're around, I think they're at the folks somewhere, I think. Mum and dad have got him. Watch out, your dad might your dad might put it on marketplace and make it. Watch out! Was, uh, I think I had a box with a whole bunch of the good ones as well. So I'd like the you know the standard stash of just your standard cards, and then some of your your collection, the little you know those plastic cases where you try and keep it protected. So I think I've got a few of those still around. I've still had, I think I had like a Shaq rookie card. I, had... <laughs> I was going to say, I think everyone's got a Shaq rookie card. So I'll I'm probably sorry. try and sell it now on eBay for get about thirty cents. Um. Jason Kidd, I think, had his his card. Uh, what else? Had a Jordan retirement card. I won from the Herald Sun once in about '93. Oh wow! Still got that around somewhere. It's probably worth about two dollars sixty. Yeah, it's probably worth the uh, price of a newspaper yep. nowadays. Yep. Uh, what else did I have? There was a couple other ones, I think. Any um, memorabilia at all? Uh, what have we got? No, I haven't got any memorabilia actually. No, no real sporting memorabilia apart from yeah, probably those cards. It's, there's nothing. Like I was going to say we 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 won a premiership together in basketball. I'm sure you've got the. Um, I've got the um the mug in the cupboard. When you're away, the Divi uh, Nine runner-up. No, no, you don't. You don't say what division it is. You you etch that out and just say it got um, scuffed in the dishwasher. Well, it's like eighty divisions, so nine's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. All right. So I don't, so if you've listened to a, a bit of this podcast, you'll probably might have prepared for this next question. So if you had to say, uh, sorry, you had to one. Sorry, I'll start again. If you had to fuck one bloke to save humanity, who are you dicking? Well, he's already copped it a few podcasts ago, so I might as well go for Rido as well. 
<laughs> so you enjoy tag team? Yeah, he or is he, um... I'm sure he'd love the sloppy seconds. Yeah. You, you won't mind it, so I might as well just go, go for it. That, that, that dovetails into Mitch's joke from last week about, oh, Dad, I can't believe you've been <laughs> unfaithful to Mum. I'm not. <laughs> so I'm sure Rito will like that one. Oh, poor Rito. You keep yeah. on in the back no. of his head. <laughs> you left something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. All right, so the, the last part of this, um, you've got 20 seconds to sell Hawthorne as a suburb to me. So on that, sorry, before you kick off your marketing yeah. spiel, with one of the observations a, a mate of mine made the other day about people living in apartments um, during, during, obviously, the pure lockdown, like we've been pretty pretty lucky here where you can get out and um, go to the shops and, and have some valid excuses for getting out of the joint. But if you found, like, with your neighbours and stuff like that, like, obviously, owning an apartment, you're not you know, thinking you're going to be cooking every night and all that type of stuff. Have you, any neighbours been like, yeah, it's really hurt me changing my lifestyle and the cafe is not being open and all the, you know, the attractive parts of being in a, in a beautiful suburb such as... Well, it hasn't been too bad. Like, you still, you still, you see the neighbours around the, you know, the corridor, you give the little, you know, the nod or a little uh, cap tap tip that even though I don't wear a cap, you know, a little... Yep. Hey, you yep. dips your lid. Yep. Um, but no, at least the good thing is, yeah, most of the cafes still been open. Like, you can't sit down and all that kind of stuff, but you can still get takeaways and like different yeah, tracks and food and the pub's still doing stuff. So yeah, you can still, they all like adapted to the environment and doing a little takeaway setup. So yeah, you still go in there and see a few people that you know down at the coffee shop and a few other mates that know other mates that you can have. Do they know your name or do they know your coffee order? Uh, I'd say coffee order more than name, I reckon. They just, yeah, uh, yeah. Walk in. You know you've been there enough when they just start making the coffee before you even... Uh, Ask what you want. Yep. They're spitting yeah. in the cup and yeah, off <laughs> he's here again. All right, mate. Sammy Hawthorne in in um it's a job interview for the mayor of Hawthorne. Oh, you got, you got, oh, I can give you I, I've said twenty seconds, but I can be generous and give Ooh. you twenty two. All right. So uh let's go. So some of the uh the perks of the sites to see around Hawthorne, you've got, you know, good coffee spots, good brunch spots. Uh, you know, you got the Glen Free Road shops and you you know, you've also got the uh you know the sites of Hawthorne, you've got the cross-dressing guy that hangs out at the train station. He's always a good look. Hey, Rito. Yeah, he's out there. Yep. So, yeah, it's some... Six- <laughs> Is it Dean Ladley? Or- yeah, I think it's, he's, he's trying to channel Dean Ladley, I think. He's a six-year-old <laughs> bloke with a big beer gut and wears a crop top and skirts around the station. So you always, you always see him around every now and then. Can't believe he's still single yeah. at 60. It's, it's just yeah. a travesty. That'll be me in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, you won't have fun. Let's the cross the road. Yeah, yeah that, that's my cell of Hawthorne in, uh, what's that, 20 seconds? 20 seconds. All right, so we, Hawthorne, we have a 60-year-old tranny that um, is lonely. Yeah. Come see us. Any of my dating when you got, got that. Exactly right. He, he hasn't he hasn't um, hasn't been hurt by Tinder being in hibernation, still getting so get on him. Do you know his name or do you just know? Uh, just, just, just a dressing old, old guy. Old that's, that's his name. You wouldn't even make eye contact no. with him, would you, when you walk past him? Yeah, no, it's no, probably uh, not to. Not of the head as he walks past to the locals. Yeah. Yep. Does he get? Yeah. Does he get the, uh, yeah, the dips the lid? Curtsies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're in charge of the uh, presenting sponsor as we go to our first ad break for today. So off you All go. Right. Well, man. the yeah, you sent through that advertising rate card for the podcast. It wasn't cheap, but uh, yeah, it's up up there with the <laughs> stereo rates, but. Uh, 
I found a sponsor that's been, uh, you know, just scraped the bottom of the barrel, sold some things on eBay and, and found enough money for a 30-second spot. So uh, sponsor today is the Elwood Drive Tourism Board. So sent through a bit of a radio script. Let me just uh, dig it up. So uh, let's uh, go ahead. So here we go. So uh, with international travel uh, restrictions in these uncertain times, why not get back to your roots and explore the sights and sounds of your local area? Introducing Earlwood Drive Tours. Now, this official tour, you'll jump on board our open double-decker tour bus and explore Australia's most iconic location, Earlwood Drive. Now, some of the tour <laughs> highlights you may ask include shooting some hoops in the church car park, seeing the actual house where Nick Reed once lived, you know, who's, see who's the man of the house now, has that head at the front been maintained since he left? Let's find out. To experience the new speed humps as we go down the street, and I know there's four speed humps. How amazing! Times are changing. And finally, visit the exclusive mm. Paris end of Earl Drive and see where Paul Cook once lived. Anytime wow. you can hop on, hop off, or why not complete the full three minutes tour? Your tour guide, <laughs> my old man, will provide all the information you need and will also let you in on some of the latest street gossip. So visit EarlwoodDrive.com.au today and book your tour. Very good. And you can actually say it's a Paris end legitimately because it, it sold the house next to your folks sold for 10 grand more than what Stacey and I got for our joint. Oh, no, 20 grand. Moving on the bottom end of the street. Um, yeah, and no, I always thought the um, the high numbers meant we should be getting high dollar values, but not the case. Must be because that close proximity to, you know, having a living legend in the house not at one to, point. Just didn't have, didn't have the hedge out the front. I love that idea. Three-minute tour. Is it is it an up-and-back tour in three minutes, or is it just one way? You speed see both sides of the street. You... you get to experience the speed humps another time. So you get to see the left side and the right side up close. Oh, so much to take in. You'd have to bring You'd have to bring a um, – That's why out. it's the double-decker open-top red bus. So you can just see everything. In. What? Uh, did you say yeah, the, the big, red bus? Yeah, you know, the big double-decker red buses you get in, like – yeah, London like, or New York. Just see in every yeah. every city. Yeah, so it's Perfect. got the signage, it's got the windows, sit on the top. And you got Captain Cook yeah. as your captain. That's he's, a, he's rolling that's the ship. Good man. All right, mate. Well, um, we'll grab a quick drinks break, and I'll see you oh, in a couple of minutes. Right, yeah. Well done. Eat man, walk it off. We're back. Welcome back, man. Yeah. Did you ask go past the uh, in-house bottle shop or? Yeah, got a uh, another another can for the uh, refill. Can I uh, predict it's a CC and dry or? It is. It's, uh, it was, there's only a few left in the fridge. It was full a few weeks ago, but uh, that got cleared out very quick. So oh, it's just that happens sometimes because you don't want to you want to make sure they don't go off. So you yeah, need to get rid of them quickly. Like, uh, you know, the fresh fruit section, veggie section. You can't yep. let, it, let it go, go brown. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. You're a smart man. That's, uh, all right. So, Canadian Club, if you, um, do you have any bottles at all? Do you often do the mix your own drinks or? Yeah, I've got the couple of, uh, you know, the top shelf above yep. the fridge collections. So, just, uh, Jolly and I polished off the Hibiki that was there. Oh, shit. Four weeks ago. So oh, that that was, was that the powder finger night? Yeah, it was. We had, had, had one or two beverages that night. So, yeah. It, it looked like it on the um, on the WhatsApp group we have. It looked like you guys were um, 
a bit deep, which is good. I, I reckon my hangover recovered about Monday Monday night. Of that that oh. Monday after, or the the Monday after the Monday after. Two days later, I reckon it was yeah. a good, good good forty eight hour hangover. It doesn't don't recover like it used to. No, that's the worst thing about getting old. Um, yeah. <laughs> not the worst thing, but it's um yeah, it's up there. You know, bounce back. Yeah, so I got that. A couple of nice, you know, reds. So have a mix between the uh, spirits and the... Beautiful. Do you give yourself a Michael Jordan pour when you're doing the Hibiki or...? Give it a bit. You know, put the big ice block in. You know, know, got to give it a go. Yep. So I'm tempting you to get the uh, bottle out tonight, aren't I? Oh, I've got the the 9% out, so a couple of those will be right. Jesus. um, That'll that'll give you a headache tomorrow. Actually, I had a couple of reds with dinner last night at mum and dad's house and then had a beer when I got home and I... Don't know what it was today, but I had an absolute thumper. Like I drank a like I drank three bottles of red myself. I had an absolute thumper of a headache all day. So yeah, there you go. Oh. And we're just starting to feel good now. So I don't know whether it was a grog or just um just general general business. Just freshen up just in time for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully you have a sneaky feel on the weekend. Looking forward to that, hopefully. All right, so speaking of sneaky, my man, um, what's an underrated song by a popular band or act? Oof. All right, so I guess listening to just leading on from the chat around Powderfinger, being obviously listening yeah. the last couple of weeks to Powderfinger, a lot of their their older stuff like yeah. Internationalists, Odyssey Number no. Five. So I reckon there was a few, uh, you know, they had obviously some of their mainstream hits, but uh, I reckon there's a few few good ones on there that uh, you know probably slipped under the radar that were you know by themselves these days would be uh, up there. So I reckon they had a few of those. Uh, Teske Brothers, listen to a bit of Teske Brothers. Good I man. Their uh, their live album they released a few weeks ago. So having yeah, a, at, at the forum. How good is it? That's good. So that's that's been cranking in the car every every now and then between the, the Powderfinger songs. What's your favourite tune off that album? Because mine's not one that's got the stars next to it. Ah, <laughs> oh, what was it? Uh, let me look. There's a few few ones there that you look you look at and go right. They actually. Uh, Hold me, hold me is probably hold their me, most popular song, yeah. which is a banger. Crying Shame's not too bad. Yep. So not the uh, not the Diesel cover. No, not that one. So so caught up, I reckon. Is another that's one. my that's, that's my favourite one. I reckon I've banged that out three four times a day. Yeah, I reckon that would be up there with the top one. And Powderfinger, so going back yeah. into the um, back into the vault, that's good. But, Any particular uh, Powderfinger song, like off Internationalist or Odyssey at number five, that you've got? Um, yep. Some of the main ones these days. Um, but yep. I think they've got some of the some of the other rock, you know, more mainstream songs are pretty good. But uh, yep. and then yeah, so they're probably the ones at the moment. But then in terms of sneaky or underrated, I'll think of a few few different ones. So there's one um, a few years ago on like a version, Matt Colby did a version of Tina Arena's Chains. Yes, that was a that was a goodie. I reckon just for like a song that you would you know, never listen to that song, but his cover of it was uh, you know pretty good. Yeah, you know, pretty epic. phenomenal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm bang, I'm banging it on now for us. You get one um, of those, those ones now, like people just do a straight cover of a song, but his his one was like, yeah, you like shit. It was actually a pretty good, uh, you know, for a cover. It was uh, out there. Yep. Uh, and and then and then some of the other left of field ones. Sometimes looking through the uh, Spotify playlists. So mm-hmm. a bit of uh, Marilyn Manson as well, just for a bit of a, you know, gym pump songs. Yeah. A bit of Beautiful People is always a good one to, uh, you know, wake you up in the morning. That'd be a great one to bounce out of bed and um, yeah, so get, <laughs> take on the world. Get you going at 6 a.m. 
How's the um the drum beat? Yeah, it's yeah. just epic. That's that's that intro. Just yeah, gets you going. So I reckon that's a yeah something a bit different. That yeah, you wouldn't normally listen to uh, you know in the background on the Spotify playlist, but uh, yeah, it's a good you know one to get you going. I reckon that's still still up there for a song that's yeah that old. That's definitely something I wouldn't have I would not have expected you to come out of the Marilyn Manson uh, recommendation. So there you go. See, something a bit different. That's very good. So if we go from Matt Corby seeing Tino Arena to Marilyn Manson. Yeah, just one one uh, unique playlist. I like it. That's um some good flavors to it. Yeah. Very good. I've got um I've just found the Matt Corby song. Have you watched the film clip of that? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is the one it's in, an interesting. In the What's that, mate? The one where he's in the studio recording the live yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's actually a pretty cool. He's got yeah. Matt Corby's an interesting bloke to watch because I remember when he was on Australian Idol as like a bloody sixteen-year-old. But he's um always been a good-looking rooster. But his faces is the pulls while he's singing. Um, he's just interesting. Yeah, an interesting-looking man. No Rido though. So you, you, Rido, you're still safe as being the um the go-to. Yeah, um, yeah, he does. He's, he's probably close second. Yeah, <laughs> often in the same conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Now, your best stand-up comedian that you've seen or your favourite uh, comedian in the world, who would it be? I'd go probably, uh, I guess, Jerry Seinfeld. I watched his uh, latest one on Netflix. He's still, he's still got it, I reckon, in terms yep. of, uh, you know, I like the uh, observational comedy. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's stopped there. is probably one I haven't seen in, in person, but, you know, mm-hmm. watching comedy. Did you watch his in cars with comedians drinking coffee? Yeah, that one was yeah. as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, I reckon Jimmy Carr will be up there as well. Yep. He's yeah, one lighters and can you can you give me his laugh? No, I can't do his laugh. Couldn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. But yeah, he'd, he'd be out there. So I reckon yeah, those two would be uh Yep, some fine choices. Yeah, uh, pretty good. All right, so the last one before the rapid fire money round. So when's your bucks party? Because we joked, Mitch and I joked last night. I think about that you'll um turn around and married and three kids, and yeah, you know, you just never asked. Little, little sneaky one, um, yeah. Later. So when is it? What's the uh, you, know, you set a date yet, or? Well, if if it doesn't happen by like you know what are we now twenty twenty? If it doesn't happen by twenty twenty five, I'll just have a uh, you know a pseudo one. Just you should. That's a good idea. You know how like uh, you used to have a, a girl in high school. You say you know we don't have kids by the time we're thirty. We'll um we'll yeah, shack up. Just go for it. You should, yeah, you just made the pledge. So put a line in the sand and go. Yeah, that's that's a date. Any particular date? Let's um. I want this in writing. Uh, we'll go your birthday. Yeah, that's, I was going to say. I might as well just go the mid year. Let's quiet footy season. Yeah. So when when you're forty, what's that make you? Forty two. What were we saying? Twenty twenty five. So when you're 40, 43, sorry. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Done. I'll, I'll, I'll need a good uh, night out by then, I'm sure. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully we're allowed back out. A week long hangover. <laughs> yeah, but it, what's the hot cheese? The, the hangovers when we get to 43, if they're shit at 37, um, I'm not looking forward to hangovers at 43. It's painful. All right, so we're up to the rapid fire round, Ooh. and I've got a whopping one, two, three, probably about 15 questions, I reckon. Ooh. So. Ooh. Yeah, don't put too much thought into it. Just want you, whatever word comes up to your, you know, to your grade matter, pump that out straight away. All right, let's go. All right. Good luck to you, Paul. You ready? Time starts. Now, describe your life using one word. Complicated. What's your proudest accomplishment? Basketball Division 9 trophy. 
<laughs> Instagram or Facebook? Facebook. Favorite club? Carlton. <laughs> Interesting, not a nightclub. Favorite pub? I'll go to the Auburn. Sport the local. Best part of your job? Telling people what to do. Death row meal. Give you a bit of chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> you, um, what are the last words? What do you think uh, your last words will be? Such is life. What do you what do you think they'll be? Uh, damn you, Mitch. <laughs> what makes you what oh, this is how I want to say, what makes you unique? Uh, quality personality. <laughs> the best powder finger song, I think you mentioned it before. What was that? I can forget now. It's only two minutes ago. These days? These days, uh, yep. yep. Um, who would play you in a movie? Mark Reddington. Mark Reddington. <laughs> <laughs> Career high in basketball. Uh, shooting one three after eight seasons. That's, that was an epic three, though. Who's your favourite teammate, excluding me, obviously? Ooh. Let's go with uh, Ads. Ads? Why's that? Yeah, he's always he's always in there. He's always, uh, you know, shouting the refs, getting his body on the line, getting the gut in there. Cool. Kept using his rotundness. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's making the most of what he's got. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's been 40, still pumping around. He's doing well. All right, so assuming you're not entertaining, what's your usual bedtime? 10.30. 10.30. Best uh, best tip for a new uncle? Best tip for a new uncle? Uh, Just buy lots of presents. Okay, cool. Last song that you listen to? Uh, I'd say Powderfinger. Yeah. Just, just one broad brush. Yep. Yeah. Put it up there. Now, what's the favorite? This one you can elaborate on a little bit more. It's the last one of the um, rapid fire questions. Right. So, what's your favorite nickname that you've ever had? Uh, I guess Cookie's always been the, the common one. Why do you think that is? Why do you think you get called Cookie? Oh, no, it's a tough one. It's, it mm. puzzles me, but I think uh, the surname might have something to do with it. Okay. Yeah. Had variations, but uh, Cookie's been the, the go to. Yep, P money. You got called a pot plant once. Pot plant, by, yeah. Pot Whippy. <laughs> when he uh, cleaned that, when he had the rifle out and cleaned up everyone in the room. That's right. What other ones you had? P money, P muscles. Fruit cup. Fruit cup. That's, <laughs> that's the fruit cup. I think that was everything. Or Webby, one of them. Yep. After a nice little dude sweat, and yep. we all go get some eggs Benedict and I'll have a fruit cup. Thanks. Yep, it's delicious. Plain old, boring old yep. Paul. That watermelon, delightful. <laughs> Take a photo for the gram. All right, so any other nicknames? What are, Obviously, people will just call you Paul at work. Any other good work nicknames that you've copped? Paul, Cookie, Cookster, Cook, Cooks. It's all variations of the same thing, I guess. Yep. No one calls um, you Chef. Mitch calls you Chef every now and then. A couple of times, yeah, from to Mitch. But, you know, nothing uh, too far from the uh, surname variation. All right. And what's your best travel story then? Best travel story. Ooh, yeah. Or a travel story. It doesn't have to be the best one. Best one, a travel story. Yeah. Shade five backpackers in one night. and. I was thinking, yeah, one of the 
last speaking of like big nights, sorry, in the last big trip overseas, I was in where was I Nashville a few years ago for work, and a few last last night there had to fly back to San Fran the next the next morning. So we thought I oh, would we'll go up for a couple of you know quiet drinks on the Friday, fly at, at you know seven a.m. on the the Saturday morning. I thought we'll, we'll go out for a few drinks with you know the guys from the conference for the week and just have a few you know usual after work Friday after work drinks. Yep. And what time? What time are you kicking off? What time? Well, it's probably conference probably finished about four o'clock on the Friday, and so we thought okay. oh, let's go down to this, you know downtown Nashville and check out you know the sites while you know there's guys from Europe and the UK and you know Asia and stuff. So we thought oh, you know we'll hang out and have a few drinks. That was meant to be, I think, a couple of hours of drinks, and then you know everyone goes back to hotels and has a quiet night before their flights. I reckon ended up, uh, yeah, that was the plan. I think we ended up kicking on at about uh, till about four, I think, till the pubs closed. Yep. And then uh, swung past some KFC style joint to get some food. Went back to the hotels, stayed for about forty-five minutes as a quick power nap, and then straight to the. Oh, so you went to sleep? Oh, that could have been a rookie was, mistake. Yes, yeah, so it, it was a light forty-five minute yeah, and uh, pretty much uh, got up, packed the bag, and got the cab straight to the airport and straight onto the plane. So that was a. Speaking of painful hangovers, I reckon that was one of the painful ones I can still remember. It's all right. I'll sleep in the plane. Yeah, and then, yeah. No good. <laughs> yeah. Hangovers and flights still... were uh, don't mix. Yeah, you're still pissed on the plane, mm. and yeah. What's the flight from um, Tennessee to um, San Fran? I think it was like four hours or something. Because I honestly don't know where Tennessee is. That obviously mid. Nashville, yeah, it's like, yeah, mid east, mid south, yeah, mid east. Okay, so well, cool. it's still decent. It's not from like New York to LA, sort of what that no, five six hours, still, but it was a good six hours, yeah. a good solid, you know, four four hours. It, was, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a short flight. Yeah, the um the the, the airplane food wouldn't have gone down too well. I would suspect after the after the it was a few deep breaths, twelve hours of drinks, and um the dirty bird on the way back to the room. Yeah. That's um. It's hit the spot. Disaster. All right, what's your best dirty joke you got for us? Mitch gave us three last week. Well, I was, was going to say, I was, without without much notice, I thought I'd uh, I'd do the same as Mitch and just pull out the uh, old Google Google yep. search. So I've gone the same and just done the uh, you know searching far and wide for a good twenty minutes. Are you going to give us the exact same jokes Mitch gave us? No, I've got, I've got three, but different ones. I'm good. I'm, I'm make sure they weren't weren't the same. So. Uh, Perfect. All right, let's let's roll off with uh, you can you can t- tell me which ones are best of these these three. Okay. All right. So, so all right. What's what's the difference between a hooker and a drug dealer? Don't know. A hooker can always wash her crack and sell it again. <laughs> nice. So far, that's the best Number one. One. All right. Number one's the best yep. one out of one. All right. Next yep. one. What's the what's the hardest part about eating a vegetable? Oh, I can see where this is going. Go on. Put her back in the wheelchair when you're done. Oh, yeah, that's number two. Number two? Yeah. And num- number three is, could, could be the winner. It could be at the bottom again. <laughs> What's the difference between anal and oral sex? Talking shit versus... Okay, go. Oral sex makes your day. Anal sex makes your whole week. Oh. All right, so that's number one. That's number one. The vegetables, last, number three. Yeah, no, you've done well. You've, 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 you didn't really love the vegetable one, to be honest. I don't know why they don't, they don't sit well with me, those type of jokes. That's, but, that's why it's sat in the middle. Just, you know, yeah. Start, start strong, finish strong. 
It's like I got the um, I got a message from a, a I won't name the names because it's it's not great, but the Pink Floyd meme. Have you seen that? I don't think so. So it's George Floyd, and they've ca- covered his face pink. Oh, <laughs> like no, that's too soon. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> give it another week or so. But yeah, and what was the first? I already forgot the first one. What was the? What's the difference between a hooker and a drug dealer? That's it. You're reusing the crack. That's very. Okay, second, did it? Yeah, that's second. Right. Yeah, vegetable third. Very good. Very very good. All right, mate. So you can sign off and say good day to Joe and blow him kisses, and we'll um wrap this. This podcast up, big boy. All right. Well, Joe, obviously, yeah, thinking of you, you know, imagining what you, you're going through. So hopefully, uh, yeah, things uh, start to improve and, and definitely looking forward to uh, having a chat soon when you can. And I'll see a big shout out to N Reid for uh, putting this podcast together again for another week. Well, hopefully this one works better than um, the first segment. Did you catch Mitch's one the other week? Uh, no, I only saw the one that came out when you told me, was it yesterday or the day before? Yeah, so we, Mitch and I did a retaping last night, but the original went out and it was just terrible. Yeah. I don't know what happened. We both had headphones on and it just well, worked. So hopefully we the, don't have uh, the same. He was in the toilet on his one when I listened to it today. So hopefully, yeah, it was a bit a bit funny because he's a little bit flat when um when we were uh, recording it last night, and then also um he didn't come through loud and clear on the microphone. So I hope it's not better. Are we uh how we track it on the uh the listens? Are we going to hit the peak on this one? I think so. It's been um, it's been up there with the the best content we've we've produced. This is your second podcast as well. You're a um, a pinch hitter guest at the Burvale after the, uh, the, the Jolly Pod. So. Any ideas on? Um, as I said to everyone else who's listening and and is in the circle, yell out, write, send me a text message with any ideas of guests or things we should talk about, um, favorite questions, all that type of stuff. I'm open to ideas. There we go. We might, we might have to uh, venture going. into maybe some group group podcasts. In the yes, that's. Well, I think this has got the um the capability. I'm not sure how it would go from an audio perspective because even the um the editing it only does one audio stream. Okay. You can't have different voices, and that's what I thought I must have done last week with Mitch's one, but no, just for some reason just picked up the audio incorrectly. So that's a good idea. Get a bit of a group chat going. That's a very good idea. Up, see how it goes. What do you, I, was, I was thinking it'd be good to do a um a best of um like review of season one and two like having yeah, it's, a, it's uh, like the, uh, a best of what is it like the uh you know the bachelor style everyone comes back so yeah, yep. the end of the end of survivor yep. like you you voted me off the island you prick and post show just a little catch up you know a few cat fights yep. get it going hosted by post malone yeah. and yep. i'm sure i'm sure you'll be keen for it no i think so it's a it's a worthy yeah, cause you know, to do with at home, so my best mates out and trying to brighten up his day. So that's all we can do. Exactly. All right, mate, what's on for you for the rest of the night? Uh, I think, yeah, chill on the couch, sit back. A couple more nine percenters, watch the rugby. Well, uh, yeah, have that. Rugby's on tonight and then storm tomorrow night. So I think, uh, yeah, sit back and take it easy. Lovely. And who do, who do Carlton play in their first game back? Oh, I think it's Melbourne, I think. Okay. I think it's a few, few weeks away. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to, uh, you know, not being able to obviously go to the games, but at least, uh, Seat on the TV would be good to sit back and uh, relax. Got the KO set up, so uh, that'll be getting a uh, hammering once that and the NBA and everything else comes back for sure. Yeah, well, the NBA announced today that they're back with um, 22 teams. Sadly, the Knicks, the Knicks didn't make sure. it, so their season's, their season's over. So they're going to make it for sure, being at the bottom. Yeah, no, the uh, the sixth worth, sixth 
sorry, I can't fuck that up. The sixth worst um, record in the NBA for some reason doesn't get you a um, no. doesn't get you a spot. So we're we'll, um, hopefully we just land a top draft pick. That's all we can hope for as a Knicks fan at the moment. So who's actually who's your team in the basketball? No, or do you we'll follow? I've been following, I guess the seventy uh, sixes a bit more with you know Ben Simmons and, yeah, and Simmons. the obvious. So yeah. uh, jump on the bit of the bandwagon there. But it's good to yeah at least. You follow a team, then you can at least you know, keep a track on how they're going, and you know, like you then get to learn some of the other players on the roster and the starting five and stuff. So it's good yep. to uh, yeah keep an eye on who's who's, who's playing, which is good. So uh, yeah, they, they had a bit of a crappy crappy run just before the season stops. So hopefully, you know, a break mm. and a bit of a refresh. And Simmons is also injured as well, so he, he yeah. Well, that's the other part with Simmons. So he's he's um he's got a lower back injury or something from memory. Um, which is not good for any athlete or anyone in general, but he's uh, recovering at the moment. So he's, he should be back into, you know, nearly peak fitness by the time the training camps come back up and the season kicks yeah. it back off. So Philadelphia is probably the one that's benefited the most from having this layoff. Cause they've got some guys, you know, Embiid's a big unit um, who's quite injury prone as well. So it's good to have, you know, them rest up and hopefully be cherry ripe for a good run because they like people forget last season they were really really stiff not to make it to the um that, to the Eastern Conference Finals or the uh, yeah they didn't get that you never know it could have been a different story well that's the thing that the Kawhi Leonard shot was Game Seven last season and Joe if you if you're still listening if you haven't if you haven't hung up yet it's um if you Google Kawhi Leonard um last shot against uh, the Philadelphia 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 76ers it's one of the most epic game winners couldn't have scripted um, any better no. no it was amazing and the for a guy you watch his reaction for a guy that's one of the most emotionless players ever to play in the NBA um yeah it's one of the it's probably one of my favorite like stills as well yeah. that that image of him like crashing down and just watching the ball and beads around like pretty crazy you know, twerking his neck around to look at it and yeah Amazing. So hopefully we get a few more moments like that. But it is going to be weird, you know, with no crowds and and all that type of stuff and all, you know, Joe, for your benefit, the whole NBA is going to Disney World in Orlando and they're running the, the last eight weeks of the season out of there with 22 teams. I think each team's playing seven or eight games and they're going to do like a, a playing tournament for the lower seeds to compete for a playoff spot. I'm not sure. I haven't read the balance of how that all works from seedings and if it's still East versus West, because a lot more Western conference teams are going to Orlando. Or something, um, so they're going to work. Something. Yeah. So I'm not, sure, I'm not sure. I think that's where the playing tournament will come in, but then it's, I fuck. I hope they do something like a, a group stage world cup thing, but I don't think they will, but that would have been a cool little idea or a good time to try mm-hmm. shit like that, especially with it. You can't, you can't bitch about the traveling. Yeah. From coast to coast. one spot, so you never know. They hope they try a few different things and then see if they work. Might as well do it while they can. You wonder if they do the um, NRL um, cardboard cutouts <laughs> in the um, if they, they come to a bit of shit for that. So get, get a George Pell or someone in there just to sit in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna do the um, the fake uh, crowd noise like the AFL and NRL. Well, I haven't. If you listen to a or watched a game of NRL, I watched, yet, I watched the that... Storm game last weekend, and it's not too bad. It's like. Because the camera's obviously cropped, cropped quite tight, and you hear the noise. You, yep. After a while, you don't really notice that if there's a crowd there or not. You just sort of, when when it's timed right, it's uh, yeah, you don't really notice the the difference. Mm. Yeah, I think it's going to be different with um, AFL. Will be different because of the obviously that's more of a um, a three sixty sport than than a linear sport like 
um, gridiron or, or NRL or, or normal rugby. So it's even basketball is going to be a bit different. I don't know. It's going to be, I'll be intrigued. The NBA is very creative. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do, um, what they come up with because they've got some smart people there. So it'd be interesting to see how they, they play that out. And they're also not, they're not afraid to pivot when things don't work. Yeah. Either, I reckon so. they'll give a few things a go. I reckon it wouldn't surprise me. Mm. What would you, if you're a millionaire, would you, um, if they said, yep, it's, um, half a million dollars, and you get the the full NBA league pass. You can watch any game you want live. What would you pay? Which which team to see? Yeah, no, you get to you get to watch every game because yeah, the man. way they're going to structure it, they'll have be like Nana Wadi. They'll have different courts going and staggered times. The multi split view of just multiple games happening at the one time. I think they will at the start, but then once the playoffs start, it'll be like court one, court two. Um, for four back, four games back to back, and then ins and outs. I'd say for the first round. But either way, I think uh, either way, KO is going to get a pumping for the next few months. Yeah. Fuck oath. Yeah, same with the league yeah. pass. So anyway, we've spoken enough dribble about basketball, but we're all very excited. Things are starting to get normal. So hopefully, Joe, you are starting to feel a little bit normal too. And thank you again, Paul Cook, if you're still right, there. Thank you, Nick Reed. All right, well done, mate. You're a super guest. You've been the best one I've had today. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you so much for your time. All right, mate. Yeah. All right, turtles. Bye.